1: is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed
0: American Radio's daily defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it.
1: Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Fort Worth Armory, Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walter. Walters. Uh, welcome back in. Armed American Radio's
0: Daily Defense in the Six Hour Studios. The Fort Worth Armory mic fired up for you right now. It's all being brought to you by the great X Insurance. All of our partners visit them all at armedamericanradio.com. We got you covered over there. Armed American News, too. Don't forget that one. Greg over in Dallas, Texas. How you doing, my brother from Another Mother? It's a Monday. The Shadows of the Monster
2: cast. How are you in Texas? That it is a Monday, and yes, it is melting over here could be so worse. Got to re- you know, it could be worse, yeah. yeah. It could be worse. I'll be in
0: Phoenix where will be at 122 degrees in a few days. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. But it's a dry heat. So I got these reminders popping up on my computer. Reminder, Cam Edwards is joining me on the air today. And you think, why would you have to put a reminder up for that? So you don't schedule someone else? Well, you know, there were two times uh, he and I played uh, Radio Tag. Mm. for a little while. And it was my fault because I forgot what day he was coming on. He said, you know, eventually you'll realize that we've invented something called a pen. Yeah. And I said, well, eventually you'd think I'd remember uh, we've got something called these little things, these devices that I can just make notes on. Right. Yeah. So now I go old school as if a reminder on a phone on a computer is old school. Mm-hmm. But I do. I, I have my notepad up here where Cam Edwards is on it, and I made sure. And the reminder, now I just can't get the thing to go away. It just keeps popping up every time I exit out there. But uh, I love having Cam on. He's a lot of fun, especially on a Monday. Sure. He's, he's fun coming in after the Monster Cast. He's always got something to talk about. And that point-counterpoint stuff that he was going with, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, Cam Edwards from Cam & Company, BearingArms.com was on the air with us, and he's just a tremendous amount of fun. Okay, Greg, the Monster Cast last night was really good. Yeah. In fact, I got some email saying, you know, you need to do something with that one. That was the best of, and right. I think it was. I, I the sh- everything from the technical aspect of it, except because it had something. It had everything, including a family emergency live on air. That
2: yeah. never happens. Yeah, yeah. Right? Live radio shenanigans. Which is a
0: good thing that that never happens. Yeah. But nonetheless, yeah, no one wants it, it to hear had, me hosting. It, hey, you did really well. <laughs> I, I got to hand it to you because I, I did. Ladies and gentlemen, last night we had a family emergency here at the house at uh, AAR Ranch. I should say I'm in a completely separate building, but the ranch had a uh, had a uh, water emergency. At you the, you have a ranch and John was on at the time <laughs> it. <happened. laughs> See, that's how when good when the universe comes together. Who was on when we had a problem? John Lout, John Lout was on. Yep. And on the rejoin, he, you know, we came back in. You handled the break. You handled everything great, and everything worked. The family emergency took place during a break with about a minute and, and a half know. left of the break. With a minute and a half, but nonetheless, it was during the break. And Greg stepped up to the plate and did it right. Greg, you want to tell people real quick where they can uh, where they can watch the show? I'll let you do that and. Get your yayas out over there and, and participate in the chat because it's been quite active over the last few days. Yeah, my yayas yahs, huh? All right. Well, yeah. ya Get your ya-ya's. Yeah, yaya.
2: yeah, 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 yeah. If you, wa- <laughs> <laughs> you want to watch yaya. the show, uh, head on over to yaya. armedamericanradio.org on the right-hand side of that website. You're going to see three little hash marks. Just give those a slap, and when that window opens up, select that Watch Live option. If you're doing something important like driving please don't be distracted while you're driving so click that listen live option that's right above watch live and when you do that you'll see two subsequent links one's going to be for the sunday monster cast and the other is for this broadcast right here that happens every monday through friday the daily defense show so be sure to click appropriately Uh, If you're a fan of the show and you'd like to support us, well, you can head on down to the shop link and pick you something nice up over there. And if you uh, have missed any episode of the two broadcasts, well, the podcast link is right above Listen Live. You can head over there and catch up on any episodes you may have missed. Lastly, if you'd like to join our live chat, which is uh, pretty lively, 24-7, head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations.
0: Yeah, Greg, stay on the dump switch for this hour. It's going to be a funny sure. hour, I have a feeling. All right. It, it just happens on Mondays, but I, I have that feeling. I kind of got the giggles going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All and, right. and I'm not sure why. I do. Uh, I am. <laughs> well, Greg knows some of these things that you don't know. It's a big club, and you ain't in it.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. It's
0: a big club, and you ain't in it. Well, Greg is in it. Greg is running the club right now. He's the secretary and the treasurer and CEO and everything else. Greg, let's start with Murphy. This is what got me. I can't help but laughing about this. Dirk Kirk and the Jerks or whatever. Yeah, whatever.
2: Brian Kirk (laughs) and the Jerks. I
0: like Dirk Kirk and the Jerks better. But these jerks spell the name Jerks, J-I-R-K-S. It's Brian Kirk and the Jerks. Yeah. Brian Kirk is the lead. Now, first off, who would name a band Like Greg L. and the Jerks.
2: I have the name of a a band, of a friend of mine that I cannot say on the air, but I'll tell you during the break, and maybe the sausage can hear it as well, that you would understand why some weird names happen.
0: Brian Kirk and the Jerks, and I don't know what, J-I-R-K-S, I don't have any idea, maybe it's a play on, I don't know, play on letters or something like that. But this guy was on stage in Jersey where they're from. And apparently the lead singer, Brian Kirk, happens to be a very close friend of gun-hating, leftist... And this is just an angry person. I don't know how else to describe Governor Phil Murphy. He's an angry man. Garbage governor? When you look at his picture, there are certain people that you can see when you look at their photos. And that sounds awful to say. Right? Right. Now, Bill Clinton disagreed with him on every policy, everything. But I would have loved to have had a beer with Bill Clinton. That
2: would have been an interesting conversation, that's for sure. It
0: certainly would have. But Bill Clinton, he's not a Democrat of today's Democrats. Mm -mm. Not when you go back to when he was in office. Let's go. Let's let's be fair here. Let's say back when Bill Clinton was in office, the Democrat Party was totally different than it is today. But Phil Murphy has that look of I hate you. I look down on you. I'm an elitist fraternity scumbag. It's a big club, and you ain't in it because you're not an elitist like I am. And obviously, for obvious reasons, he hates our firearms, and we don't respect Phil Murphy, and I'll tell you why. Because Murphy, unlike the Potters guy we were talking about uh, on, uh, you know, from Playboy magazine with Cam Edwards, i tell you why I respect those guys. Because they come out and tell you what they want to do. I know he wants to take my guns. I respect the fact that he's got the guts to tell me that, Greg.
2: Yeah, I. But
0: Murphy won't say that.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I have a feeling Murphy did not say anything about gun control on the campaign trail. No,
0: and Murphy won't tell you like the rest of the Democrats, like Obama and the rest of them, they won't come out and admit what they want. I would have more respect for them if they would do that, because then it's game on. And if they do that, they know it's game on. And they know they're going to lose the game. I, that's just my guess. Yep. But this causes just looking at some of these people like Newsom. It's, it shocks me that people can't see through, you know, the coiffed hair, you know, and all the BS, because all you've got to do is look at what's going on in California. Murphy, same thing. There are people. He, he, these guys continue to get elected. But, you know, I could go to Schumer and the rest of them. But he, he was invited up on stage, because I guess he's good friends, with Brian Kirk. Let's play that clip of what happened and take a listen to the singer after the reaction from the crowd.
1: Hey, 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 hey. Oh. What did I tell you guys? Hey, listen to me. Listen to me. He didn't want to hear that. He's a buddy of mine. This is not about politics. He's yes, a Please. out of respect for my friend.
0: Don't do that. Out of respect for <laughs> my friend. Out of respect for my friend, <laughs> who has no respect for anybody that lives in the state. Yep. We hate he him. laughs at the people that vote for him, and the people that don't vote for him hate his guts. Yep. Because all you got to do is look at a picture of Murphy to understand what we're talking about. Now we we're, we're going to play that throughout the just because it's so fun to listen to. But the arrogance of Dirk Kirk. I'm going to call him Dirk Kirk because I like that better. But the arrogance of this Dirk Kirk guy. Hey, hey, hey. Did I pay money to see you? Yeah. I paid money to see you, and you're going to...
2: If I was in the crowd that day, he's lucky all he got was booze, because, boy, I would have said a whole bunch of other things. Wow. Yeah, well, I'm sure if we were to dig down and put that thing
0: in audition and pull some of the other audio out, I'm sure there were some not very nice things being said. But you hear the one guy in there go, yes, it is. That wasn't just you. <laughs> yeah. That's that's live on the tape. Yes yeah. it is when he says it's not about politics. Yes it is. Of course it's about politics. You just invited a governor, a politician on your stage. And then just lambasted your audience who paid you, "Hey, cut it out." No, I'm not going to cut it out. Oh, I love that. I love that clip. That that clip just Oh, that clip just gives me shivers. Oh, we'll be right back. We might play it again. We're going to play it again. We'll be right back.
1: Please, add a respect to my friend.
6: Daniel Defense, firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision.
0: Hey, welcome back in the six-hour studios at Armed American Radio Ranch, AAR Ranch, Fort Worth Armory. Mike fired up for you. X-Insurance is presenting all of it today and every day. If you're watching the video, Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers, and make sure to go out of your way to visit all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com. They make it all possible over all of these years. I got to go back to that Dirk Diggler and the Jerks. There you go. This guy apparently has a little bit more conservative crowd (laughs) or fan base than he thought he had. I don't know. Uh, Uh, If he's good friends with Murphy, then I'm going to assume, I mean, birds of a feather flock together, right? I'm sure this guy, if he's voting for Murphy, he's voting against everybody's gun rights. He's voting against their freedoms. You know, we're at a point in the country right now that if if it were me... What was the name of this place? Let's go back to this. Hold on a second. He was at a place called... Uh, let's see. Dirk Diggler, Brian Kirk, and the Jerks, or whatever their name is. They were at a place... Hey, don't do that. He's a friend of mine. The Red Rock <laughs> Bar in Monmouth County. Now, I don't know where Monmouth County is. I'd have to look on a map, and, well, I'm just not too into looking at maps about Jersey right now. But... It seems to me that the Red Rock bar draws a pretty conservative crowd. And maybe you don't have to be a conservative crowd in New Jersey anymore to dislike Murphy. I mean, there's that, too, right? But I, I found it interesting, you know, because of the covid lockdowns in Jersey. These guys just pulled out all the stops to control their population, didn't they? Yeah. And the staff, there's a sign on the. Uh, where is it? Uh, it's for customers, patience, website. It's at their website at Red Rock Bar. Thank you for your patience. Our kitchen is short staffed due to an unprecedented labor shortage in the service industry, which they should have continued on. Said was com- was caused by this governor and his draconian covid measures. So, I, you know, we're still seeing that now to this day around the country, P- particularly in those places up there, Greg, where they were just. I mean lockdown is I guess is a, is true to form. Here we were free. Yep. But boy, I tell you what. I maybe Dirk Diggler and Brian Kirk and the Jerks or whatever they are. I'm I'm having fun with the name because the name's fun to have fun with. Brian Kirk and the Jerks that's fun to say. I I, I maybe he's got a more conservative audience than he knew. He I don't know. I don't know. But we're going to play that again because that's way too much fun. Let's go to another moron. Uh, Joe Hogsett. Do you know who Joe Hogsett is? That That's probably... It, no. Most people don't. He's a uh, mayor of Indianapolis.
2: Okay.
0: You know, he's a mayor in Indiana. Who else do we know that's a mayor in Indiana? Pete Bootygig is a mayor in Indiana. Used to be. Mayor in Indiana. My pets. Hopefully won't be ever again. But uh, Joe Hogsett has a gun control vote in Indianapolis set for 7 p.m. today. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Why do we care about what's going on with the mayor and a gun control vote in Indianapolis? Here's why. Because they don't get it. It's mind-boggling to me. The lengths these people will go to to stick their eye in state constitutions, state laws, federal laws, Supreme Court decisions, whatever it happens to be. But this is a city council proposed by the mayor, proposal by the mayor, Joe Hogsett, who, get this, plan to put new limits on buying and carrying guns. This is a mayor. Where does a mayor even get the idea that they can limit your Second Amendment right? Democrat mayor. Oh, do I have to answer that? No, I'm just just making sure. Rhetorical question? Yes, of course. The Indianapolis City Council is expected to vote Monday on Mayor Joe Hogsett's plan to put new limits on buying and carrying guns. I want you to think about that. You live in Indianapolis, and I do know people that live in Indianapolis. Oh, the mayor is coming after me. the mayor. What next? The HOA? That's pretty much what the mayor is. Just like the head of a big neighborhood HOA, a bunch of wannabes. These are just power-driven politicians is all they are. The measure is aimed at curbing gun violence in the city. They don't just, they still get the memo. But it faces a tough challenge at the State House, even if it passes. Yeah, because state preemption. Boom. Thanks for taking my thunder. Now I have to move to the next segment. (laughs) I was actually going to go through this and discuss it, but, well, I still will. (laughs) Thanks for that. Greg, man, you know. That's why you hosted that segment really well, (laughs) Because, because you're on it. But it's Proposition 156. And get this, it would ban. This is a mayor telling constituents in city limits within a state that has pretty good gun laws and very strong preemption what they can and can't buy. The mayor's proposal 156, Prop 156, would ban semi-automatic assault weapons, raise the purchase age for a gun to 21, and do away with concealed carry and permitless carry in Indianapolis. Um. Who does this guy think he is? And I ask that question seriously. The level of arrogance here
2: is off the charts. It seems as though that we've got a whole rash of Democrat tyrants that are in office. And I remember specifically a few years back before um, legalization of recreational marijuana in a lot of states started happening, there were cities in states like Texas that were saying, well, we're just going to decriminalize, decriminalize in the city. We don't care what the state law says. We don't care. You know, and they're they're running absolute roughshod and. Opposite of any kind of Republican legislation or um legislation that you know seems that they feel is this is how it should be, even though we are only little city folk we're not actually governors hmm, yes, I think you're right. they're just running completely opposite of whatever a republicans well, doing
0: I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a guess. I'm gonna stake a claim. I'm gonna make a guess. Because let's let's go over this again. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is a mayor. Now you have the Second Amendment Foundation in courtrooms across the country fighting assault weapons bans by state legislators. Got it? Bills signed by governors. At least it's a legislative process. Signed by a governor. Right. Elections have consequences. Correct. So if you vote for a bunch of gun hating tyrant dims, that's the kind of legislation you're going to get. But at least it's the process. So what do we do? We challenge it on constitutional grounds. Correct. Yes. Here we have a mayor that I guess just wakes up one day, rolls over, looks at his wife or maybe husband. Right. Right. And you're thinking the same people who judge thing I am. Looks over at his husband and says, I think I'm going to ban guns and I'm going to screw my residents out of their constitutional right. Mayor, constitutional right. Because why? As we go to the break, I'm going to tease it. When we come back, I'm going to tell you why. Remember this name, Mayor Joe Hogsett. Remember the name. You know, another Indiana mayor made big, didn't he? When another Democrat president was in office, Joe Biden, Pete Booty gig, right? Remember the name Mayor Joe Hawks. And I'll tell you why I think he's doing it when we come back from this break. But again, the level of elitism and arrogance is just it's it's hard to calculate. It's hard to wrap your head around who these people actually think they are. Who does this man think he is to say, I'm going to ban concealed carry. You can't exercise your right to carry a firearm. We'll be right back. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. Six-hour studios at AAR Ranch on fire for you. Fort Worth Armory, Mike lit up for you. It's all being brought to you by X-Insurance. Greg, Monmouth County is where in Jersey? Uh, it's uh,
2: the Jersey Shore, is East what they're of calling it. Yep, East of Trenton, it you know contains a few what I call no name towns because I've never heard of them. But hey, that didn't mean nothing to them people. Well, I will
0: tell you this: that the shore area in South Jersey tends to be a lot more conservative. There's uh, a lot more money in those towns. I believe it. And well, I think I think we saw proof of that or heard proof of that. Yeah. Um, or just Ms. Diggler and the Jerks might want to reconsider. I uh, might want to go back to the drawing board and figure out who their audience is. You know, it, it, this is a problem across the country with the, you know, we were talking about Disney during a break. Right. Yeah. That these companies just don't know their audience. They've got this woke mindset. Bud Light. Bud Light is, is a great example. Of course, it's a prime example. And here you are stealing my thunder. Again. <laughs> I wasn't going to go to Target, but I was going to go to Bud Light. But yeah, you know, um, these these companies have forgotten their roots. And have sucked up this woke agenda, and it's crushing them. Yep. And you know, I guess it's one of those things that we're just going to have to go full circle with. Uh, they're going to have to pay the price, and too bad for them. I read an article just yesterday. This is a little bit off topic, but it comes to mind now. Uh, actually, it was this morning about Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. There's no woke going on here at all. While the rest of and it was tied to Disney is why is why the uh, the article is really good. Why Disney and the new Indiana Jones movie is flopping like crazy? Yep, because they went woke. Cruz is having none of it. Mm-hmm. He knows his audience, and I thought it was a great analysis. He does know his audience, and I'm not going to play these games. And I, God, and I, I hope, I believe it's fair to say that he has that figured out. I don't think you're going to see Tom Cruise go woke, but his Mission Impossible uh film coming up is going to blow the doors off of that woke Indiana Jones nonsense.
2: Well, Maverick did really well, and he understood his audience there. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he understands, essentially, when it comes to the Mission Impossible stuff, make it a great action spy movie and have lots of explosion, lots of action, lots of yeah. real good plots. And don't throw politics into it at all, and you're going he to has be safe. He it figured safe. out.
0: Yep. He's going to be safe. He has it figured out, and that's that's great. He, I mean, he does, and I hope he does. I hope he I hope he stays that way, and I think he will. Evidence points that direction. Not to mention the fact he does his own stunts, which is wild. If you've ever seen the documentary of filming that movie, yeah, when he jumped off that ramp, just the fact he walked up that ramp and stood there fearlessly, good yeah. heavens, you know, I had an opportunity to watch him film the uh he played the uh cocaine smuggler. And they filmed it right down the road from me in Ballground, Georgia. And my wife all and right. I and my son went and watched him film it on the street. And it was kinda of cool. He was fifteen feet in front of you doing all the action stuff. They were filming the scene where he got uh he got whacked. Right there was the one we went and saw. But I I think he gets his audience, and I hope I'm right on that. I hope he doesn't go woke. He knows this is about entertainment, period. Yep. And the rest of these companies haven't figured this out. So let's go back to Hogsett for just a second. uh, Because, guys, the reason this is important, if you look at this objectively, if you get out of the bubble, we ask the the level of arrogance of a mayor. Now, I would say small-town mayor. Pete Moody gigs a small-town mayor, right? Was. Indianapolis is a much bigger city. It's not a small town. It's the biggest city in the state of Indiana. As far as I know, unless there's another city in Indiana, I'm unaware of. That's as big as Indianapolis, and I don't think there is. Yeah. So why would this make you ask this question? Why this level of arrogance? Because let's look at what he's flouting here. The Supreme Court Bruin decision made it very clear. You can't do that. New York. Right. You're violating the Constitution. The Democrats' argument was, they just struck down a law that's been on the books for 100 years. I don't care if it's been on the books for 200 years. That doesn't make it constitutional. Correct. And the Supreme Court found, you know, that's the way, that's what they found. And here you have a mayor that knows this, yet he does this anywhere. Or or, or anyway, I'm going to take your semi-automatic, we're going to ban semi-automatic assault weapons. I say that, assault weapons, because that's what it says here. That's how, unfortunately, how people know it. That means your semi-automatic rifles that they don't like. I'm going to do that. I'm going to propose raising the purchase age from 18 to 21, period, all guns. And I'm going to do away with all lawful concealed carry and permitless carry in Indianapolis, which Bruin says, oh, no. Oh, no. But it's not just Bruin. There's more than brewing at play here. It's state preemption law. So why is he doing it? He's got designs on higher office, and he's trying to please other Democrats who are anti-gun. That's that's the only takeaway I can come up with. Greg, tell me if I'm wrong.
2: I don't disagree with you, but I think that there is a concerted effort here from the DNC down all the way to the local city officials uh, uh, that they just delegate out to state local DNCs to talk to their representatives and their city mayors and stuff like that, and local politicians in each state that have a message, and the message is uh, everything we're doing is going to be unconstitutional, and we're going to ram it down their throats like, uh, to quote, uh, uh, peppermint patty. Yeah,
0: I, uh, I don't, the more I think about this, here's a guy who likely thinks, well, I'm a mayor of Indianapolis. Where, where was
2: Booty Gig the mayor of? Uh, ooh, what small I, town was it? I do not remember what, what, what small town. I'll give me a second. Yeah, that's how important he is. Right? Exactly. Uh, but the
0: fact of the matter is, here's a guy that is running the largest city in Indianapolis who's thinking, well, if small town Mayor Pete can do this, I'm running Indianapolis. The ego says, I'm more important because South I'm running Indianapolis. South Bend. Yep. I'm running Indianapolis. That's my own ego. If Pete can do it, why can't I do it? In fact, I'm going to make myself look good to all the higher-ups in Washington, D.C. that are running my party. And what does he do? attacks the Second Amendment constitutional rights. Not Indiana law, but constitutional rights. As a mayor, it is truly mind-boggling the level of arrogance. Now, these guys live in bubbles. They get positive press coverage all the time when they do this stuff, right? Moms demand action, loves them. The group has support from Indianapolis Metro PD Chief Randall Taylor. Why would he? Because the IMPD chief serves at the pleasure of who? The mayor. As well as Democrats on the council. Imagine that. And groups like Moms Demand Action. So if you live in this bubble all day long that's leftist bubble, that's just being pumped with leftist air all day long, and all you get is positive leftist bubble-pumped air all day long, and positive media coverage, you think, like Newsom, who's going far beyond, but he's a governor, not just a mayor, he feels he can do this. And I'm, I'm going to assume, I'm, you know, I'm not the psychologist here, but I'm going to assume that that comes into play. It has to. The psychology here is fascinating. I can do this. But, of course, I'll quote from, uh, what was this, Fox 59 in Indianapolis. If the ordinance passes, the biggest challenge will come from the statehouse. Indiana has a preemption law that prevents local cities and towns from regulating virtually anything surrounding guns. Do you not think this guy knows that? He doesn't care. He couldn't care less. This is in-your-face politics, and it's being played in Washington, D.C. right now, and it's permeating down, it's trickling down to these HOA wannabe city councils, and in this case, mayor, step above the city council, a little bit more powerful, but nonetheless, in not only violation of state law, but our constitutional rights, which are rights, which he clearly doesn't understand, which come not from the Constitution, but from God. Unbelievable. It is It is fascinating to talk about, and I'm glad they continue to give us this content every day. But mark my word here, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Hogsett. I don't think we've heard the last of this guy's name. This is being done by design. We'll be right back.
6: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the
0: show. DanielDefense.com. Gotta love them. If you're watching the video, you can thank Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers. Six-Hour Studios at AAR Ranch fired up for you. Fort Worth Armory. Mike on fire for you. All of it being brought to you by the great X Insurance. Have you picked up the new MyPillow yet? Greg, did you get the MyPillow 2.0, the cooling pillow yet? I have Do not. I have to get them for you? You have not? I have to get them for you.
2: Uh, no, but okay. I'll order them
0: eventually. Okay, I'll get them for because I know you've got a lot <laughs> of stuff from them. You do. You have a lot yeah, of stuff. I have. Them. I do. I get deliveries all the time. And you know, the way those pillows ship to you is kind of weird. They come in a, a flat box. You're thinking, there's a pillow in there? Yeah. And lo and behold, I ordered four. And you're like, there's four pillows in there? Yeah, they come vacuumed. When you get them, they just you oh, they open up and go Poof. Yeah. But I'm telling you again last night. Now, guys, honestly, AC cut off upstairs in the house last night because of the uh, emergency we had, right? Yep. It's hot up there, dude. Touch that pillow, cold to the touch. Mm. Absolutely mind-boggling how that works. Something so silly as a pillow being cool to the touch fascinates me. But it does, and they work. If you haven't gotten them, do so. They're inexpensive, and you get all these great deals. Just use the promo code AAR. It's a support for the Second Amendment, for your right to bear arms, for these conversations, and you'll sleep great. The things work. I wish I I wish I wish had invented it, right? Good heavens. Don't yeah. wish I had invented it. Man, oh, man. All right. Welcome back in, guys. We've got one more segment here. I'm gonna go with diff- did you Greg, did you wanna say anything else about about Hogsett? I, I truly believe that we're gonna see more from this guy. This is a telegram. You said he was a former what attorney general of state? Uh he's
2: secretary of state. He's secretary a former state, state secretary senator. Secretary of State Attorney General, whatever. Yeah, know, very right. similar. He's he's outside of <laughs> being an attorney and a prosecutor, uh, he's also had several offices in local government within the state of Indiana. Okay, so the guy's an attorney. Does the guy not understand constitutional law? I mean, there's a lot of attorneys out there that are very questionable on their understanding of constitutional law. I can tell you with personal experience that there are a lot of attorneys out there
0: that don't understand libel law. No. Oh, I don't know how I knew that. Um, but I did. Uh, yeah, it's funny. You, you think, did you even read? Does this guy, has he even read the Constitution? Did he read the Bruin decision? Did some of these attorneys read libel law? No, they probably didn't. No, they're just happy getting calls from the New York Post and Bloomberg and, you know, Rolling Stone and all these big publications. And they don't bother to read this stuff. And I think I, I, that's a good point to bring up, because I don't think the mayor bothers. I, I think their own sense of power, of entitlement brought on them by power. I think also alleviates the responsibility to have to do that. They don't have to look into this. They just have to say things because, well, I got elected. I'm here. You know, it's like the it's like the actress that thinks they're bigger than the world because they're famous because they made a good movie or the rock star that had, you know, the one hit Johnny Wonder. Right. Yep. I, I, they they feel and think that they're bigger than they are for that particular reason or somebody has got a ton of money. Like a Bill Gates thinks he's better than you. And they're just beyond the rest of us. Go ahead. You were going to say something,
2: Ted. Well, me. In, in regards to the actors and uh, celebrities and stuff, yeah, they think that because they sell a lot of records or a lot of tickets to movies or something that everybody loves that them. That people care yep, that pe- they say. That people actually love them, and really they just like the product that they produce. And I think a lot of times with, like, attorneys and uh, prosecutors and stuff like that, Well, while this is not everybody, a lot of them, when they get a little bit of shine from the media, they love it. And they don't like you and I do this every day. So being in the media, being on TV, being on radio, to us, is just an everyday thing. You know, it's what we do. But to them, it's like their moment to shine and they love it and they love the attention. And so they just want to continue getting the attention, regardless of how wrong it is, because it fits the narrative of uh, a specific brand of political uh, commentating. Well, it can be intoxicating. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's face it. Endorphins.
0: The ego that it takes to do that job is off the chain. I have a pretty good ego. I wouldn't want that job for anything in the world. I wouldn't want to be a mayor. No. Not at all. Now, I have considered running for city council. And you know the worst part about that is I think if you do that, that might propel you to want to do something bigger down the road?
2: Well, I think you get a little taste of, of the small-time, small-fry politics and how they affect your local city. Yeah. And then you're like, Agreed. you know what? I might be able to pull this off at the state level. And it just grows from there. Well, believe it or not, there
0: was a push for me to run for governor a few years ago, and it was started by Neil McCabe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said no. Yeah. That doesn't interest me. I don't mind. Politics does not interest me. And the older I get... I, I Honestly, I have contemplated it. But the older I get, the less I want that hassle. Oh, yeah. And that's what it is. It's a hassle. And I think a large reason why we find ourselves where we find ourselves now is because the quality of people running because of what they're up against. And this is why hats off to a guy like Ron DeSantis, OK? Yeah. Who is a great governor, has a great track record. The left can't beat him up. They try to. And they make themselves look like fools. They went after his wife this past week. They did. MSDNC laughing about calling his wife, you know, a Karen. Karen. Yep. You know, the lead Karen. I mean, give me a break. You know what DeSantis said?
2: Pfft. Yeah.
0: Screw you. Yeah. I wear what you say about my wife as a badge of honor. Yep. his wife fought breast cancer like my wife did. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, that woman's got more strength than you do. Big, tough guy, weightlifter. Okay. It's not easy. No, it's not easy. I know that firsthand these are these, she's a very strong woman with convictions, and they're out there protecting children and he's running on that mm-hmm. and I respect that now he's down a lot in the polls It's going to be fun to watch the fight. There's no question about it between him and Trump. Trump is the front runner, no doubt, but it takes a massive ego to want to do that job now. I happened to
2: I don't know if it's all necessarily ego. I think, uh, Ron is oh, probably it's a huge part. It's, I mean, think about it. Think about it. I mean, well, let me say what the, I'm the going to say. The circumstance, right? Yeah. Okay, th-
0: go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, even though I did it intentionally. Go yeah, ahead.
2: I think there's a portion of, <laughs> of Ron that, that feels service driven, and he wants to be able to serve the people of Florida, and he, he wants to be able to do it at a level that is actually meaningful and, uh, and still be able to have touch back with, uh, uh, the people of Florida. And I think that's also right. a part of you it. You know
0: what? Let me give you that. I think you're right. There's a big ego with Trump that I don't think DeSantis has. Is that a fair statement? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I believe that about DeSantis. I do. There's no doubt. And, and, and I think that shows in the way he governs the state. Correct. I really do believe that. 30 seconds. We can't even finish our thoughts. we got to go now.
2: Well, pretty much.
0: All right. Well, fun conversations today on American Radio's Daily Defense, for sure. And I, I want to thank Cam Edwards for being here in the first hour. Guys, if you missed it, we'll have the podcast up for you soon. But Cam carries the day. He always does. And here's what I love about Cam Edwards. He makes everybody around him better. He's one of those people. And all of our guests are like that. When you listen to Alan Gottlieb on on Sunday's show, you listen to John Lott, you listen to Neil McCabe. These people all make everybody better around them. Listen to what they have to say. And I know you do. That's why you're listening to Armed American Radio. Hey, you know what, Greg? We're going to get up and do this again tomorrow because they don't want us to. That's why we're here. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will be coming to you again as it is right now from AAR Ranch in the Six Hour Studios in the second hour of the program here on the Fort Worth Armory Mike tomorrow, hour one. The Crossbreed Holsters, Mike, Hour 2, the, the uh, Six Hour Studios, and the Fort Worth Army, Mike. It's all being brought to you by X Insurance. Please go out of your way to visit armedamericanradio.com and support all of our partners. Greg, thanks for your help today. We appreciate it very sure. much. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys, and we'll see each and every one of you on the radio tomorrow. Please, and
1: respect to my friend. There you go.
0: Don't do that. Please. Don't do that.